Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. I want to welcome our church family online. We love you. Thank you for being with us. Uh, welcome, welcome. So today, very special service We love doing baptism and communion together. We just absolutely love it. Jesus loved it. He said that's the two things, that's the two ordinances, the commandments that he gives to the church. And we just saw beautiful baptism of sisters today. And uh, we see the table in front of us that we will uh, be able to take communion at in just a little bit. So let me say a couple things before we jump into communion. Uh, Number one, this communion table is not the church's. I know it's sitting in this church, but it doesn't belong to the church. It belongs to the Lord. This is the Lord's table. And see, I want to say something to you. You may be visiting here today uh, in our service, and you're not a church member. You may be tuning in to our service online, and you're, you're not a part of our church. Uh, you just found us, and, and this has kind of become your home. Uh, maybe you're part of our church already, but you're at home. But, but membership to this church does not determine your seat at this table. Your seat at this table, at the Lord's table, was decided at Calvary. His death on a cross and your acceptance of that, you recognizing that you're a sinner and that Jesus died for you. And one day, whether you were one or 99, there was a day you professed your faith and belief in Jesus Christ. And he came inside of you and he saved you and he made you born again. That, my friends, is your invitation to the table of the Lord's. So today, if you're under that blood, if you're part of his family, you're you're one of his kids, creation doesn't make that happen. Salvation makes that happen. You bear his name, then this table is for you. Whether you're online, whether you're sitting in a truck and you don't even have a church home, but you found us today, welcome to the table. Welcome to the table. So church membership does not qualify you. So if you're not a member officially of this church, it doesn't matter today. You can take these elements because you are a child of the king today. You're a child of the king. So I just wanted to say that because a lot of people um, go in churches where they have what they call closed communion, meaning if you happen to show up on a Sunday, they're taking communion, but your membership's not with that church. You have to sit and watch because you can't take. That's not this church. And I'm going to tell you, that's not our Jesus. (laughs) Sorry, just not, okay? So today, welcome to the table. Welcome to the table. So today, as we take communion, going to kind of do it in two parts. Number one, obviously communion. When we do communion, uh, it is the service. So you don't have to help communion. Communion preaches on its own. These elements, the bread and the juice, they represent the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. I want you to understand today 
that if you were the only one in the world, he would have taken that cross for you. That's how crazy he is about you. And so today when we take the bread and we take the juice, I want you to see your father, your heavenly father serving you this. Deacons will serve the elements, but Jesus is the one I want you to see giving it to you. And I want you and Jesus to be as intimate today and as personal today as it was in the upper room when he served it to his disciples. Because he's crazy about you. Because I believe that Jesus is beginning the greatest spiritual movement in this world, the greatest spiritual awakening across our nation and across this world that we have ever, ever, ever witnessed. And oh, it's gonna be ugly and it's gonna be hard and it's gonna be dark at times, but I'm gonna tell you, there is nothing worth having that isn't worth fighting for, amen. And so when he does it, whoo, my goodness, my goodness, there'll be a no doubter. But he's gonna begin that individually with the church and then corporately with the church. And so today I want you to meet with the father one-on-one, just like you were in the upper room, intimate with him. Secondly, I want you to commune and take communion for our nation. You can take communion for our nation and you should take communion for our nation. You should. When you take it in the church, but I want you to take it also at home. When you take it at home, take it for the nation. Take it for our country. One nation under God, under God. I wanna read a scripture to you. It's a very familiar scripture. A lot of times in seasons like this as our country, this is uh, referred to a lot in scripture. And I don't read it today because of its familiarity. I want you to hear it today because the words are powerful in this. And this is to the church individually, but the church as a whole as well. This is found in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people, if my people, listen to this, who are called, by my name. Mm, that right there, the table of the Lord. Salvation, the cross, you bear his name. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, can I just tell you that you won't humble yourselves until you repent? Just won't do it. Repentance is a biblical word that means turn change. I want us as a people to repent so we as a nation can repent. He says, humble yourselves and pray. And what? Seek my face. Mm. And turn from their wicked ways. I'm not calling us wicked. I'm just calling our ways wicked. God says there's not a wicked people. It's just a wicked way. We're born in a sin nature. So we have the ability left on our own to be a wicked, wicked people. And when we get deceived and when we get bought out, we can act like wicked people even if we're born again and we need to repent of that and turn from those ways. And then he makes this promise to us. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins. Mm, The blood's still wet, my friends. The blood of Calvary still drips. The blood don't dry. Still drips today. 
And watch this. And I will heal their land. Oh my gosh. You know what heals this land? The blood. Mm. Mm. The blood. <laughs> All this race stuff. I'm going to tell you something. Our blood's his blood, matches. The crimson blood of Jesus is the crimson blood your color, too. The blood of Jesus will cover every bit of it. Cover every bit of it. Wash as white as snow. It will restore this country. It'll heal this land. It'll heal all the broken hearts and broken people. The blood of Jesus. It has power. The power of the blood. I'm going to say something to you. In the coming days, he is raising up the church for a greater day like you've never seen. And the one we're going to raise up and the one the church must raise up is not a denomination. It is not a man behind a pulpit. It's not a worship pastor. It's not a person that joins the church. It is Jesus and Jesus alone that will be raised up. Jesus of Nazareth, the one true God. When that God is raised up, my friend, he will draw all men and women, boys and girls, yellow, black, white, purple, green. It don't matter what color. He'll draw them all to him and he'll heal this land. He will heal this land. I'm praying we see that day. I'm going to say something to you. We take communion personally today and we take it for the nation today. And I don't know how you feel about our president. I'm not here to speak on his behalf whatsoever. Okay, we all, we have, we, there's enough opinions as armpits in this room, all right? <laughs> and they all smell about the same. But here's the deal. Listen to me. Doesn't matter how you feel about him. I will say this. 110% will tell you this. Like no other president has ever sat in that seat. He is for the church. Oh my gosh. If you love church, then you support him and you pray for him. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. That president is for the risen church, the New Testament church. He is for the church. We can debate what he says and how he says it and how he acts. That's all that, that can be done all day long. But I'm going to tell you something. That man's for the church. And I'm going to tell you there's a purpose for him being where he is today because Jesus is about to raise up the church. And we got a man that will not stop the raising up of the church. So pray for this nation and pray for that president. That's a tough chair, man. Mm. Woo. He can't win. But he'll win with the king because the father said, well done. When he's well done, we as a nation are well done. So pray for him. As we take communion today, my friends, take it personally, take it for our nation, and ask God to come and heal and restore our nation and pray the blood of Calvary on our nation. Mm. I'm gonna invite you to prepare your hearts as we take communion. I'm gonna invite my deacons to join me at the table. As we come together as a church, to observe the ordinance of the Lord's Supper. It was given to us to celebrate in memory of his broken body and his shed blood. It is said that on the night before Jesus was betrayed, at the conclusion of the feast of the Passover, 
which he and his disciples were celebrating, he took the bread, having blessed it, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, this is my body, which is given for you. Let's pray. Father, we come together as the church. Some of us in the house, some of us online. But we're the church. We're one big family called by your name, set apart for such a time as this. You're raising up your bride like never before. Like never before. But God, your bride has no power apart from the cross. You took the cross, willingly gave yourself for us. No one captured you or ran you down or threw a net over you. You gave your life for us. Free gift so that we might have life. God, without your life, we don't have life. We could not do what you did. You were the spotless lamb, the unblemished lamb of God. You were born to die so that we might not die. God, may today, whether we find ourselves at home, in a car, sitting at work, or in the house of the Lord, may you help us understand that without your life on Calvary, we'd have no life today. God, you gave us life so that we might have life more abundantly. God, you bore your life on a cross. This bread that we hold in our hand that we will take represents symbolically your body that was nailed to the cross. Those were real nails in your hands. Those were real nails in your feet. Those are real thorns that they shoved on your head. That was a real spear they stuck in your side. But God, you did it all because you said we're worthy. You did it all because of love. And we can never say thank you enough for that. So God, may our lives say that every day we get up. So God, thank you for your bread that we take. We take it all in the name of Jesus by faith. For it's in your name we pray. Amen, amen. 1 Corinthians 11, 23 and 24. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took the bread. When he'd given thanks, he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which was for you. Do this in remembrance of me. On that same night, our Lord took the cup. Having blessed it, he gave it to his disciples and he said, this is my blood, 
which is shed for you. Let's pray. Hmm. Father, your scripture is very clear. It's very simple. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. God, if we confess our sins, you are faithful, you are just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Father, that promise still true today. That blood at Calvary, that drip from you, that you shed for us, is still wet today. It still cleanses today. It still heals today. It still restores today. God, your blood, it, 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 it heals us spiritually. It heals us physically. It heals us emotionally. It heals us relationally, God. And so we call and ask that the blood of Jesus covers our lives individually, but covers our nation, God. That you would cover the sins of our nation and heal, heal our lands. Jesus, we lift you. We lift you up. And we ask, Father, that the blood the crimson blood of Jesus that has power. There is power in the blood. Shows its power today as it heals the great nation of America. God, we love you. We honor you. And we thank you for the, for the juice that represents the blood of Jesus. And symbolically, it represents that. But God, we believe it represents that. And we take that today by faith believe in that. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. 1 Corinthians 11, 25 and 26. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it and remember it to me. Whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram by using the church at Bushland and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland.